Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So our podcast is called Right and Wrong. Are these your notes? (laughs) These are your notes about what we're going to say. What does it say? it would be a good... (laughs) I didn't even get to idea. Maybe I can just ask you the question. (laughs) It's going well. It's going really well. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to the Right and Wrong podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Jamie. And today we have the pleasure of being joined by Stuart White, writer and creator of the brilliant Right Mentor program. Stuart, welcome to the show. Hi there. Welcome. Yeah, lovely to be here. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's our pleasure. I guess let's start off by talking a bit about Right Mentor. Um, For everyone listening, uh, do you want to give a quick rundown of obviously the many offerings that you provide with that service as well? So... Right Mentor, um, it was kind of born of an idea I had in 2017 um, when at the time I was, I was with an agent and had just signed a publishing deal and I had spent about seven or eight years sort of um, building towards that and I thought that um, it would be nice to, to mentor a, another writer to sort of pass on some of the experience and knowledge that I'd managed to gain during mm-hmm. that time um, and then it just sort of picked up from there and asked a few friends who were in a similar position and you know we got a whole bunch of us in the end to to do the first program and we we mentored them 60 writers in the first summer um and and have done around about the same number um every summer since um and of course people people were asking us for additional things over time so you know um could you do some courses in this or could you do Mm -hmm. x y or z and so we have been adding various things onto the the right mentor sort of sphere if you like um Mm -hmm. over the the last couple of years um so yeah it's it's grown it has grown quite a lot since the very sort of unambitious and humble beginnings that i had (laughs) planned for it well i mean it's grown very organically yeah uh, because how many mentors do you have now um so the 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 summer program i think there's 62 mentors this year wow um so which which is amazing because it's it's a it's a volunteer program so you know there's those are people who are giving up um you know their time voluntarily for free to just help another writer just out of kindness um so it's it's, yeah it really is something that they all agree to do that it's so great and you know what's such a brilliant review for that is that a few of um, my friends, people who are in my critique groups, have gone through the right mentoring process as mentees and now reapplied as mentors uh, because of the kind of success and, and things that they learned through that program. So, I mean, if that, there's not a better review than that. Yeah, and, and, and that's exactly what I hoped for when we started it. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's a, a very uh, altruistic and, and reciprocal thing, I think, to to help another person and then you know and then obviously if you've been helped to then pass that on again a little further yeah. down the line so do you also find that mentoring someone is almost uh or maybe more helpful in some ways than than being a mentee like you learn so much 
by yeah. being in that position. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I've I've been looking in the first two years. The the writers I was with them, um, like they're they're, they're <laughs> crazily talented. Like much, you know, much <laughs> yeah. better, much better writers than I am. And and I learned so much <laughs> from you know from reading their work and and trying to I guess add value to what was already a brilliant piece of prose. You know, a brilliant novel. Um, yeah. And so yeah, you're right. You do you pick up so much mm. yourself, and it definitely develops your, your own writing. And I think that's why. Um, so many people are willing to do it to become a mentor because they they realize that they see the value in reading someone else's work and the benefits that that has on your own writing afterwards yeah I think everyone said that as well having their journey like people that we've interviewed on yeah. this podcast have definitely said who've experienced um write mentor or even just um writing groups that they've created themselves and like it's all about sharing and passing on information and getting that back and it's a lovely circle that you've created within that and have you got any exciting plans in the works to expand right mentor in any way um yeah I mean to be honest I've got far too many ideas Um, (laughs) (laughs) always the case (laughs) yeah um I'm obviously the the main limitation that we have is obviously you know things like money and stuff um so Mm. we I've actually just put in another application I'm 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 always pestering the Arts Council for for more money um (laughs) so I've just put in another application to them to to hopefully fund another program which is um, aimed exclusively at uh, underrepresented writers um, to to put to put something else, you know, because uh, what what we do at the moment is is open, obviously, to everyone. But um, I, I was chatting with Patrice Lawrence a, a couple of weeks ago, um, a brilliant YA author, and she was just, you know, she's she's very passionate about um, better representation within the industry, and mm-hmm. um, sort of inspired me to to maybe just be doing a little bit more than I, I currently am. And and you know in that regard, and so yeah, we've applied yeah. for for some funding for that, and hopefully, if we get that, we'd look to launch that in the autumn. So well, that'd be brilliant. Oh, that's, really um, that's probably yeah, that's the most exciting thing I think um, that's new. Anyway, we're obviously going to do um, our, our WowCon, which is our online conference in September. That will be the third year for that, um, which we're we're excited about, and we're we're currently uh, making plans for at the moment as well. But yeah, there's 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 always lots um, lots in the table and lots of ideas to 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 mostly be shot down so that um, I don't I don't overdo it. But um, to be yeah, no, there's, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think, and I do think that's one of the things that my my writing friends often say to me is just like you know, calm down a bit. Um, focus on the on the things that you've got and, and making them as good as they can be rather than trying to do everything because there's obviously other organizations out there who who contribute as well and we don't have mm. to necessarily do everything um, and yeah. maybe just focus on the on the mentoring side and doing that as well as we can yeah, yeah definitely I think it's hard though once you get the ball rolling you're like oh I've got this idea and I've got that idea and because it's oh, definitely you know it's it's hard to kind so I get that you know we've, um, been, we've been down that rabbit hole a lot of times haven't we? exactly yeah <laughs> it's like okay like look we do a podcast this is what we do <laughs> so yeah. um yeah and um, back to you um so whilst you do dedicate a lot of your time to helping you know other writers spread their wings I guess you you yourself yep. are a writer and and yep. you've been putting your work out for a while now and um, what kind of books do you write um mostly sci-fi and fantasy um ah. I'm, uh, I've got I've got five finished books and about <laughs> the same number of um 
really bad first drafts and <laughs> and unfinished projects as well. So um, yeah, no, I've been doing it for a while. I think two thousand and nine was when I sat down seriously to start. Um, I I used to I used to play rugby um, and uh, had a, a bad knee injury um, round about then. And and all, the level I was playing at um, required a lot of my time and you know effort in terms of training in the gym and so on. And then yeah. suddenly with the the knee injury, I had nowhere to go and nothing to do. And it mm. sort of triggered the thing that I'd, I'd I'd thought about for most of my life, which was that I wanted to start writing books. So um, mm. round about then, I, I started and I, I, I haven't stopped really um, since. I I'm I'm a big sci-fi nerd. I I love um I love Star Wars as probably everyone knows. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's been anywhere near Stuart's Twitter will know that he loves Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, I I I love that. I love that's what I read as well. Um you know, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't I know you're going to ask me about my my desert uh, island book later on. <laughs> um, so I won't I won't spoil what that would be. But um, you know, from a young age, I have uh, been really buried within that 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 genre um, of of books, and and always for young people. Even mm. you know, even as I've got older myself, I've never really got into to adult um, books, which is yeah. I don't know maybe the, the kid in me, or you know, <laughs> maybe I need I need the you know the lessons that you learn from the character <laughs> growths and the arcs yeah. that you get in in, yeah. in young yeah, adult yeah, yeah, books yeah. or whatever. But yeah. So do you just write middle grade, or is it YA as well? Yeah, so I've I've, I've done a few YA um, and a, and a few middle grade as well. So um, right. I've done a bit of both. Um, I I like middle grade um, from the point of view that um, I think my, maybe the voice of my writing suits a younger audience. A bit more, right. but the I, I love the the freedom that you have with YA in terms of yes. exploring sort of darker themes and being able and gray to, areas is something yeah. that you can't really do in MG. Yeah, much more in YA. Absolutely, yeah, and and so yeah, I I, I do enjoy the the mix of both, um, and hopefully I can keep keep sort of alternating between the two. Yeah. So you mentioned that at one point you you, you currently don't have an agent and mm-hmm. are not published. But at one point yep. you did have an agent and had a publishing deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, it's, it's a bit of a long story, but I'll try and cut it really short. Um, basically, <laughs> um, basically, I, I think it was my my uh, what was it my fourth book I was querying, and um, I ended up like through I did like a pitch contest um, oh, yeah. with with my book, um, and I, it was actually before I'd sent it out to any agents um, and. Uh, an agent, um, a US agent, um, saw it and and asked to sign, sign me for the book, which which was great. Obviously, I was delighted at the time and so on, um, yeah. and ended up signing with them. Um, I then uh, got a deal with a, a small publisher, but again over in the US. Um, and at the time, again, I, I guess I was a bit, you know, as 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 we get, we get a bit needy for affirmation, and I was yeah. very keen, you know, to see possibly one of my books published and so on and so I said yes to a lot of things mm. um which further down the, the line when I looked a bit closer um I wasn't as happy with um you know without going into the the details and the ins and outs of it um I yeah I wasn't particularly happy with with the way it was going so um I about ended the up, editing process for the book? Uh, working working with the publisher um right okay, okay. just just I, I guess the 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 amount of time they were, they were willing to put into editing the book into uh, marketing you know cover design and such things 
Um, obviously, being a small publisher, uh, the budgets are minimal. But um, yeah, I, I just I, I wasn't particularly happy with it, so I decided just to to take a step back. And I, I guess maybe at the time I was thinking. And, and I maybe don't share that view now, but at the time I was thinking, you know, you want your debut novel to be like a big splash. You know, you everyone wants yeah. that, and you yeah. and you want things to to go as well as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess if someone say, no, it's unlikely your your book would be in like high street shops, or it's unlikely we'd be able to get the distribution for it much beyond the US, which is where the publisher was. Then you start to sort of say, okay, is this the right one for me? Um, yeah, and. Ultimately, I made the decision, which was quite a difficult one to to yeah, must have been. start looking back in the UK and sort of doing a, a bit of a, a reset and working on the next book. So, did you didn't shop that out more in the UK, or, or did you? And didn't get any bites? So, yeah, so I I didn't initially. Um, I I just I sort of like a dream come true. Someone's offered on it. I'm just going to take that, and yeah. um, and then I later did um, and didn't have any success with it. So. Um, yeah, and then that obviously led me on to the, the you know the current book that I've written and is currently out um, with agents at the moment. Um, and I don't know if you've seen I've got, I've got a, a thread on Twitter at the moment where I'm yeah, I've seen it yeah. chronologuing <laughs> the, the the ups and downs, the highs and lows um, yeah. of how that's going. So, um, but I, I, it's a really busy time, I think, at the moment. I think. Mm. Um, People like everyone else I've spoken to are, are waiting a long time to hear just now. So it could be a few months before um, either, you know, I get good or more likely uh, bad news on it. So, um, or no news. Just, some, as a or no news. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's exciting time though. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think so. Uh, that's That's been a couple of years I've been working on that particular book. So, um, and it's, it's it's based on Mars, so I thought it was a good time to to put out to oh, great time. just with you know the landing of the Perseverance rover and yeah. so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's sort of I guess my my whole writing um, journey up till now. Mm-hmm. Outside of that novel, yeah, uh, you did you did did you submit other novels and did they have any kind of uh, success? Like, did you get full manuscript requests or was it? Kind of. Yeah, so I so my my first novel um, definitely crashed and burned. Uh, um, it was <laughs> a, I didn't know I didn't know much about the industry back then. You know, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and I wrote a I was like a hundred thousand word middle grade book. Um, oh, and, okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, very ambitious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said that, I, and I, as you would expect, I got a lot of um, standard rejections, just saying. You know, it's it's completely out with the the usual word limits, um, etc., yeah. etc. Mm. So, um, but yeah, like no, novels three, uh, novel three was the one. Actually, I did a, a masters in, in creative writing in two thousand fourteen, right. and I wrote novel three then as well, and um, sent that one out, and it got it got a lot of interest. It was a dystopian novel, but um, mm. at the time, agents were saying it was quite tricky to sell uh, dystopian. Right. And um, would would that have been around the time of Hunger Games and things? It was in the years, yeah, the couple of years after that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think they'd sort of saturated the market a wee bit. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, ultimately, I I I'm a true believer in is if your book is outstanding, um, almost market trends don't matter so much. So it must have been one of those ones that was like sort of close but not quite there. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a, a long journey. I've I've, en- I've enjoyed it though. I've learned a lot. Um, <laughs> as as you can imagine, um, 
And do you approach? Uh, you know, you've been through it with many books. Do you approach querying uh, and submissions differently now from when you first started? Yeah, very much so. Um, I, I think um, when I started, I was very, I think, uh, very heart on my sleeve about the the book that I'd written. And yeah. Yeah. Any, anything anyone said about it, it was I took very personally. And, um, you know, I, I guess I, I, I probably should have maybe researched better and known better that, you know, it's unlikely people just get published with their first novel and so on. But um, I remember being a bit heartbroken when the first one got all the, you know, all the rejections that it got. Um, and yeah. even, yeah, I, I don't think I really learned my lesson with books two and three either. I can't, you know, you go into it thinking this is the one, this is the yeah. the one that's going to, you know, that's going to do it. And um, yeah, I don't think I necessarily learned my lesson with those either. And, you know, and you get your thump back down to earth when uh, things don't go well. But um, I think, I think I've been quite philosophically relaxed and calm and, uh, you know, put, I've been able to put this one into perspective a bit more and that my, any discussion I've had with a published author, they, they always say the job is you write a book, you submit a book, and then you go on to the next book. Yeah. And there's no there's no sort of lingering nostalgia about it. Um, you don't sort mm. of sit there for months sort of preening over this beautiful piece of art that you've created and, you know, and you, you just get on to the next book, on to the next idea. Often people are on contract, they have to deliver it by a deadline and so on. Yeah. And yeah. so I think this time around I've been a bit more like, okay, that's how I'm going to approach it. I'm going to approach it like... Um, I'm already published like uh, I've got the next book to deliver now and what I've found um, which shouldn't have surprised me as much as it has is that um, I, I have mentally sort of moved on um, from the book that I've just only a month ago was I, I sent it out to agents but I've already moved on I think um, I'm sort of 20 odd thousand words into the new book um, I'm making good progress with it and already you know it's, I, I'm not I'm not cold hearted, but already like my, my heart has moved on to the next book. Um rather than still sort of lingering fondly on on the one that I've just submitted to agents. So and I I think that's very healthy. Um or yeah, has been definitely. very healthy for me mentally um this time around. I think also when you when you give a book space in that way, when you look back on it in six months or you know, whenever the agents get back to you and you know, let, let's say you win, you, you win, and the agents <laughs> say, "Yeah, let's sign you." Uh, yeah. You look back at it, and then you'll probably have not thought about that book for a while. And when you read it through, you'll think, "Oh, this is actually really good," and you'll you'll be kind of really chuffed with yourself, as opposed to if you've been obsessing over it for the last Absolutely. six months. Yeah, 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 and I do think you can get into a bit of a negative spiral if you continue to obsess over it after you've submitted, because you'll go back yeah. to it and you'll think, "Oh, I could have done that better, or I could have done this section better," or yeah. you know, yeah. and, and and there's very few positive thoughts that are uh, associated with sort of lingering on it, and so moving on is definitely, you know, much like anything in life, I think just moving on to the next thing is is positive, I think, mentally in terms of you know productivity, but also just your own sanity I think I think yeah. every person that we've spoke to has had that journey right Jamie like every writer yeah, that we've spoke to anyway yeah. yeah definitely that you've just got to kind of give it space and submitting's hard yes yeah, so hard it's yeah. so competitive yeah exactly yeah. and I think the first time you always just think it's going to be a little bit easier than what it is even though you're told it's hard it's like anything you have to try it out yourself to know ah oh, okay so yeah some of exactly. the stories are true yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's a lesson that you have to learn for yourself. You can't be just told. Yeah, it. definitely. Uh, well, that's definitely what we've learned as well from speaking to everyone. Um, yeah. Do you think, Stuart, like that things like Right Mentor, the Golden Egg Academy and, you know, like similar programs like that have yeah. been so successful um, that the expected standards of, you know, submissions are now much higher than what they used to be? Mm, yeah. uh, that is a good question. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, get, I guess you'd have probably have to ask the people reading the manuscripts um, yeah. who have been in the game for a while, you know, maybe 10, 15 years. But I, I know for sure that there are more people writing mm. um, now and submitting manuscripts than there was before. So I guess from that point of view, you know, the standard almost certainly will have improved. But you're right. Yeah. I think the access to um, more experienced and almost professional level knowledge, craft knowledge, um, industry knowledge, um, querying experience and so on, the access to that is, is far closer now than it's ever been. Mm. Um, I think when I started, you had to buy that um, writers and artists uh, annual you know I don't know if you yes. know the one I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the big red one yeah. <laughs> the big red one yeah and it, and it listed all the agents um, yeah. and you had to flick through it you know manually and so on whereas everything is just online it's a click or a, a google search away now um, and yeah. if you if you want a template for writing a query letter just type that into google and you'll get it you know someone out there yeah. will have done that um, and you're right the programs I mean I, I know that uh, Golden Egg is run by industry editors and so the you know you wouldn't have had that 10 years ago um mm. that kind of access to someone with that much experience who has edited so many novels and so on so yeah i, I do i definitely do think that the standard as a result of that is is bound to have risen yeah yeah definitely yeah. there's more people submitting obviously it's accessible but it's brilliant because it makes it the dream a little bit more accessible to everyone, you know, by things yeah. like Right Mentor and you just have more belief in the fact that you can get the support is there, um, which is great. And you can find well. your tribe, you know, because exactly. that's such an important yeah. thing in what is, what can be a very solitary art form, right? It is yeah. writing novels, but uh, finding your tribe is, is very, very important. Mm. And, and I would, I would argue almost more important than almost anything else because yeah, it's so it's so easy to go through those negative cycles of emotion where you want to give up or you don't know if something's any good. And by having those people around you, that's what keeps you going. Um, yeah. And yeah. I know so many people say that the only difference between a, a published author and one that isn't is perseverance and continuing to go. So, um, yeah, you're right. You're, you're spot on with the finding your writing tribe has, has been so important. Yeah, exactly. Especially people that understand the industry. Yeah, because yeah, it's hard. It's hard to talk to your your family and your friends about writing. They they'll be supportive, but they don't quite get it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Oh, you finished like... a book. When can I read it? Yeah. When do I put, when does it get published?" Yeah, yeah. They'll love anything you write, Jamie. That's the thing. That's what happens. <laughs> We'd yeah. like to believe that anyway, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I <laughs> With do. With friends like these, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I guess you give us a really good bit of advice there, um, Stuart, but. Have you got any other advice for people wanting to get involved in or in the midst of writing their, their novels or have been writing for a long time? Do you think there's any sort of golden nuggets of advice that you've you've learned? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that one is probably the most important one. Find mm. other, you know, like-minded people. Um, find critique groups. I know that the SCBWI um, membership includes access to their critique groups, which are um, in person, if you prefer them, around the UK. Um, 
and you know there, but there's loads there's loads of ways of just connecting with people via you know twitter and, and on the internet and so on as well um yeah and that, that that that's huge i mean and also just um look look out there um for all the the various so- resources that are available because i know certainly on our website but on, on loads of organizations websites there's so much free material now and mm. things which can help you both in terms of understanding the industry but also in terms of craft advice to help hone and improve your manuscript so you know make sure you, you look at properly and, and and see all the the various things that are out there for you yeah. yeah and there are a lot of resources out there yeah definitely and i just have one more question before we go on to the dreaded final question <laughs> uh, <laughs> i just i just quickly wanted to ask you're someone who's been submitting for a long time with uh you know ups and downs are you sending your manuscript exclusively to agents at the moment or are you looking at director publisher or other avenues yeah um so i i i don't think i've ever sent directly to a publisher before um and and there's not any real good reason for that just that i haven't um however i did a um uh, well, I can't, children's books north pitch recently and um one of the editors from walker and one from uh, bloomsbury uh and one from uclan as well they they, they liked my pitch um so oh. i think probably this time around um because they, they they dm me with their, their email and so on so i think this time around i will try that um, and I'll obviously get in touch with those people, but um, also, you know, try other um, small UK presses as well, just to, you know, the ones that are open to unsolicited and just see and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely I'm definitely not close to, to options because I've seen, you know, a lot of my friends through either been published with a small press or even self-publishing have um, done quite well recently. Um, so it's not it's not a uh, it's not there's not just one sort of route into and to get in your book published uh, these days, so oh, definitely. definitely keep yeah. options open. Yeah. A, it, it's really blowing up the kind of different avenues that you can take. Yeah, and we've chatted yeah. with a few people that have gone different ways, whether it's self-publishing or crowdfunding through something like Unbound is now mm-hmm. an, a, yeah. now an option for people. Or lot, yeah, as you say, lots of these new indie presses who are open to yeah. direct submission. They they're often quite genre specific. Uh, yeah, definitely. I've found with indie presses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they yeah definitely it's great to have new options and new avenues for getting people's work out there. And with that, we'll move on to the final question. Oh dear. Perfect. Which is, <laughs> Stuart, if you yes. were marooned on a desert island <laughs> and could take a single book with you, which book would you take? It's, it's a really good question um, because I, there, there are loads that I love. Um, and, and actually the book that I, I've picked is probably third on my favourites list, but because oh. of the situation... Because of the situation being marooned on an island and so on, mm-hmm. um, I've actually gone for a longer book. Um, yeah, it's wise. And, and, wise yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the book, it's actually, it's the book of my childhood, um, Lord of the Rings. Um, ah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's, it, made, it made such a, a an impact on my life when I was younger because I wasn't much of a reader until um, towards the end of primary school, the start of secondary school. And mm. I, read, I read The Hobbit, first of all, and then Lord of the Rings and... Um, I, I don't know what it was about the book, but um, something about it um, just sort of, uh, you know, it just sort of stirred up this sort of magic um, and and storytelling, and you know that sort of quest of uh, the, the very small person against the, you know, mm. the, the the giant evil um, 
uh, darkness that is Sauron. And um, there was something about that book that stirred something inside me, which has then gone on to um, inspire me to write as as an adult. Um, and I, I remember as, as, as a young boy, um, I didn't have a, a particularly... Um, pleasant household um, and so my method of escape was to go into our loft and I would sit on the, on the rafters um, with my, my Lord of the Rings and I would sit up there for hours reading the book um, and so in, in some ways that's actually like you know being on a desert island yeah. I would you know yeah. Yeah, write, definitely. I, I, I've got some training um, in that and <laughs> I could sit and uh, read Lord of the Rings so yeah oh, that's, that's my desert island book. amazing yeah. a bit of escapism into Middle Earth yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> brilliant book as well. Absolutely brilliant book. Um uh well thank you so much, um, Stuart, yes, for coming on you, the show Stuart. and yeah, sharing your experiences. I think, you know, we all owe you an even bigger thank you for creating Right Mentor because yes, um it's already helped so many writers, you know, excel and, and continues to help more every year. And we encourage all of our listeners to go and check it out. Um the website is right. Um, hyphen mentor.com or at right mentor on Twitter. And you can also keep up with Stuart's personal journey through his Twitter, which is at Stuart White WM. And to make sure that you never miss an episode of this podcast, you can follow us at right and wrong UK on Twitter or on Instagram at right and wrong podcast. Don't forget, you can also find our book list featuring the novels of our guests, as well as their additions to the Desert Island Library at uk.bookshop.org forward slash shop forward slash right and wrong. Thank you, Stuart, for coming on the show. Thank you, Stuart. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you next time.